Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're doing something completely random, completely off track. Uh, We're not talking about the book greatness right now. I am going to save that and I'll get back to that. But again, a privilege to have my son, Travis, who is our field manager uh, for McAfee Heating. And uh, we had just had a company meeting. We talked a lot about uh, teamwork. We talked a lot about transformational leadership. And Travis grabbed me before uh, he left for the day Today's Saturday, and it's like 1 o'clock, and I know there's some good football games coming on today. So um, Travis grabbed me and said, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I said, sure. What do you want to do it on? He goes, let's just talk about teamwork, leadership, uh, family. And uh, I said, let's do it. So so we just had, we just had the uh, company meeting. And for those of you who don't know, we have company meetings once a quarter, uh, we have a very large training room, sits about 80 people. We have about half that amount um, in the training room. And uh, we have a complete agenda for our meeting, very orderly. I don't want to waste people's time on Saturday. Um, we, we have a plan. We get in, we get out, and we move on. And basically, uh, today we were done by noon. So it's about four hours. We started at 8 o'clock. Um, there's a restaurant in our local area called Archer's. They just do a great job at catering, uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, biscuits, gravy, all that good stuff for breakfast. And they cater it in. They have it here ready about 7.45. And uh, once we get going, we do uh, we actually do uh, prayer. We do prayer requests. We do the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, very patriotic uh, in that area. And then uh, we pick groups who goes first for breakfast. And we take uh, somewhere around 10 or 15 minutes and we have breakfast and then we get right into this thing. So I mentioned before that we spent uh, seven days, uh, not in a row, but we spent seven days at uh, transformational leadership class, about an eight, eight to nine hour class each day. So, you know, we had about 60 hours or so of this transformational leadership, which we kicked off today for the rest of the team because there, we handpicked um, parts of our team. Travis was involved in our, our leadership team, and uh, we handpicked some people to be part of this. And so we wanted to kick it off today because there were rumors going around. What's this about? We're going to have to sign something, all these, all these cool things. So we just wanted to not kick it off today, but share with them a little <laughs> bit about what we had done during this meeting time. Um, and then with that, I talked about teamwork, how important it is. Uh, I showed a couple movie clips from Miracle on Ice, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about. And so that was, uh, and then we break into groups at the end and um, departments and and have mini meetings for 15, 20 minutes. And then we're done. We're on our way. Um, but it takes about four hours, three to four hours to do it right. So with that, we just finished up. We have no notes today at all. And uh, I just want to 
I guess uh, I guess we could start with the transformational leadership from your um, perspective. What were some of the takeaways from that, and then we can tie it in with um, teamwork. Sure. Um, well, your viewers may also be wondering why I'm your field manager now, because uh, last time we spoke, um, you know, I was. Uh, living out in Boston, and uh, you know, we headed out to Fort Knox to to do um, some training with uh, the U.S. Army, um, which was great. I really enjoyed it. Had an excellent experience there. Met some great people. Um, you know, un unfortunately, though, um, things happen, and uh, you know, there there are unexpected changes in life. Um, you know, and I experienced a little bit of that. And my wife and I had to make a decision, and we decided, all right, it's maybe it's time to move home. Um, kind of just worked out that right around that time you had a position opening up as a field manager. Um, we knew where we wanted to be here in the Miami Valley, um, and obviously you have to work. And I was like, this, it, it, things are almost lining up too well. And uh, just, you know, we had a conversation, and one thing led to another, and, and it's been a really great experience so far. I've been here about two and a half months um, as a field manager, and, it, and it's going quite well. Um, actually, my first step back in to McAfee was this transfer, transformational leadership experience. Um, and I guess from my point of view, I actually I was a little skeptical of it at first. I thought it was going to be like the Tony Robbins-esque, like motivational speaker kind of, uh, you know, um, you know, believe in yourself type of thing. And uh, it, it wasn't that at all. It's, it's really holistic. It's how to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others so that the larger whole of the of the group of the organization can succeed and um it's been really transformational yeah, <laughs> it's it's been it good is. it's been good um so my my take on it is it's one of those things that doesn't happen overnight it's it, it's it's a team effort really you have to have buy-in from multiple people and to kind of plant seeds all throughout um and i think we're in that seed planting phase right now and and, and so far so good i think so I do too. I think it, uh, well, it definitely challenged me because, um, I, I've, I've told you guys before that, um, I've been doing this 31 years. So served in the Marine Corps, um, worked, uh, at Firestone Tire and Rubber Company under some really old supervisors, watched how they supervised, uh, came into the company. Um, very demand, I'm very demanding. I expect a lot. The bar is high. It's it's a I run a tight ship. Uh, the first 10, 20 years didn't have that many problems running a tight ship. Guys were used to that. They they got it done. They maybe didn't like everything I said or how I said it, but it did not cause them to quit. Um, and then as time went on, um, I, I was uh, I was just touching too many things and not um, delegating properly. And, uh, you know, my way of managing, uh, it just no longer works as well. It, there, are, there are people who really enjoy it, and we've taken this thing to number one with it. Uh, but in order to get to stay number one and in order to just completely dominate a larger market, uh, we're just going to have to start doing things differently. And that's really what transformational leadership was all about. Um, it was empowering my my leadership team to be more involved and uh, look at things from a different perspective and uh, transforming my style of leadership um, basically just needs to be 
working with my leadership team and then let them manage the rest of the team. And that's what I'm learning. And, uh, you know, it's never too late to learn. I mean, 31 years, I had a board meeting this week and 31 years, they said, you know, you, you got yourself, you got this business this far and very, very few people could do this. Um, but in order to get to the next level, it's going to definitely take some different style. And so that's what we get. We get this, we get this. We got a four day work week going on. Um, we're handling problems differently than we used to. We're, uh, a lot less, let's just say a lot less yelling, um, a lot less, um, still aggravation. You're still going to have aggravation. Sure. You, you can't do away with aggravation when somebody doesn't have something on the truck and they're 30 miles away and they were supposed <laughs> to have it. That's very aggravating. And then you've got to figure out how to get it to them. But your style is different than my style. And it's a good thing because you process it differently. You get them the part. Um, there is no um, conflict at that point, but then maybe the next day it's addressed. Sure. You know, and you just, you want, you know, like we are a residential company and we are in a customer's home um, <clears throat> and you want people on their A game in the customer's home. Um, you know, my, you know, I'm not, not perfect, but you know, in theory, my philosophy, like, you know, my philosophy is, um, you know, they, the, the person who screwed up already knows they screwed up. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't right. want to, you don't want to drop them down further from their A game while they're in the customer's home, deal with it later. And so that's kind of how I'm trying to handle things. And, um, you know, it's again, so far so good, you know, still have a ton to learn. I'm young, um, really first management position, uh, for me. And, uh, but it, it, you know, it's, it's good. It's, it's, there's a lot of growth to be had and a lot of growth that's taken place so far and, and still growth to come. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, in so far as, uh, just handling problems, <clears throat> I was really inspired by, um, Jocko Willink, you know, he's, I think we may have even talked about him last time I was on the podcast, but you know, his, his, uh, one of his podcasts, they were talking about his response to things. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just always, you know, even if it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment lost or broken or whatever, it's his response as an officer was always Roger. And then we deal with it later because in the moment, what can you, what can you do other than be in addressing the problem? So you begin addressing the problem and then necessary consequences can come at the right time. So, yeah. So, uh, two father, son, two different management styles, definitely a good thing. When I coach other companies with father and son and they have the same management style, probably not a good thing. Um, one of you is not needed basically. <laughs> so, uh, it's good to have two different styles. It's good to have a style for, uh, especially for the younger generation of how they're, they are expected to uh, work and report and to um, be accountable for themselves and all that kind of stuff. It's just handled differently. It's, neither one of them's better, but it does, it does fit the generation, uh, the four-day work week and the transformational leadership and all that we do definitely fits the new generation, younger generation better. And, uh, and it works great for the older generation as well. It's not, we're not just, 
We're not just shooting, even though we've talked about millennials, we're not just aiming to um, work with them better. When, when, we, when we handle things as a team and we become more part of a family and we deal with things better, make adjustments better, um, have, them, have more ownership and have them feeling like this is more part of a family than, than just a place to work. Yeah. Um, things are going to change. Uh, I said today that there's nothing we can't accomplish if we all pull together as a very strong family. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I've been really excited, especially in this past week, um, just dealing with uh, some difficult times uh, here. At, well, I don't want to say difficult times, but difficult situations, um, right. uh, you know, in, in a particular day. Um, just, you know, seeing, unfortunately, uh, one of our guys had to um, step out from a job for medical purposes. And, um, you know, just seeing the other team saying like, okay, this is where I'm at on my job. Um, you know, I can, I can step in and help out. Um, you know, the, the guy who's short, uh, a man on his team, I can, I can step up, I can get there as soon as I'm done, just give me the go. And, uh, just, just seeing, uh, kind of that brotherhood, those guys wanting to come together and, and be there for one another. Cause you know, it's, it's not fun to begin a job at 8am and not be done until 10pm, you know, and that was, right. that was the fear. And so these guys are like rallying, like, nope, you know, not, not today. Like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get you out of there at a decent time, get you in a good place to get this job done. Right. Do right by the customer and, um, you know, uh, do right by the company, make us look good to the customer. You know, nobody wants any company, um, as no matter how good of a company you are, nobody wants you in, in their house all day long. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, and, and just seeing the teamwork happen this week was extremely encouraging. Um, and a lot of that got talked about today in our meeting and, uh, yeah, future's bright. I agree. And, you know, uh, and everyone pulled together, by the way, that uh, some, somebody got hurt. Uh, they were already behind on a job. We do residential work, so we're typically done in eight hours, at, uh, no problem. We're in and out in one day, guaranteed. And uh, someone got hurt, and they were already behind on a job. They ran into a few problems, and uh, two or three other crews volunteered to come over and help them finish. Now, that encouraged me. I know that encouraged you. And that encouraged the, the, the team that was down, down a man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, and that doesn't happen everywhere. No, it, everywhere else is, Hey, when that, when I'm done, I'm done, I'm out of here. They can figure it out. Uh, but when you're acting like a family, uh, when your, when your team is acting like a family, it gives a totally different perspective on the team. And what do I mean by that? Well, we talked this morning that a family does have challenges. A families have um, disagreements. Uh, some families have fights. Uh, some families there's in, there's they get entangled in things. There's a lot of things. There's just a lot of things that happen in a family. But you don't quit the family. You don't run away from the family. You draw stronger as a family, and you work through those issues. And if you can if you can treat a team like a family, there's just I, I'll say this again, there's just nothing we can't achieve. And that's my goal is to get us in that mode to where our McAfee team is just like a family. And when they're going out and talking to their friends and, and people outside of McAfee, they just wouldn't work anywhere else. Exactly. And that's what we want. 
So would you say that, um, I mean, what were some of the takeaways uh, today? Um, we also showed uh, some clips from that movie, um, Miracles on Ice. Yeah, a lot of people have probably seen it. It's it's that, you know, iconic scene, um, well, series of scenes in, in the movie Miracle, um, talking about the, what is it, the 1981 Olympics, yeah. um, the Soviets versus U.S. hockey team. Um and, uh, you know, these iconic series of scenes kind of leading to a broader point of, well, pride in your country, but also, like, establishing unity, right? I didn't right? get that. Could you try again? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, I said series, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. so at any rate, um, you know, establishing unity, that idea of trying to, like, a coach trying to get the team to find unity, because just in short context— it was this this USA team hockey team was built up of players from various colleges around the country. You know they had to try out for the Olympic team, um, and a lot of them like had played each other in the playoffs and even even national championships um, in in college hockey. And um, you know so they had some beef with each other. They didn't necessarily like each other, and so there there was there was fights on the ice. There was disagreements, and and the whole time you see. Um, the first time you watch it, you don't really catch it. But now, like after you see it for the first time, you just it just it resonates. And, uh, you know, he's asking, what's your name? Where are you from? Who did you play for? And everyone always says name, where they're from and their college team, even though they're not on that team anymore. Um, and so eventually, I mean, he's just working them like dogs out there on the ice, you know, doing basically what the equivalent hockey's equivalent of suicides. And um you know, they're just dog-tired. They shut the lights off on the place that they were uh, skating in because, you know, it, I mean, they were there late into the night, and he's just running them back and forth. And finally, someone shouts their name, where they're from. Coach asks, who do you play for? Answer, United States of America. And so that was the click that they finally got Team. it. They're like, oh, we're not like it's it's about being present and so it's like where i was doesn't necessarily and you talked about that today where i was doesn't necessarily matter as much as where i am and where i'm going and you know so look around where you are right now where maybe there's disunity where could there be unity um and you have to look yourself in the mirror too it's not it's not just everyone else you know it's easy to look around and say oh you know, I, I, there's just no unity in, in my workplace. I mean, people can't get along. Well, are you easy to get along with? <laughs> Am I easy to get along with? Are you, and so it's, it's, there's a lot of factors to unity. And, and if you're not willing to unite and become that family, um, you know, then don't be surprised when other people aren't either. You know, it's, it starts with you. And it, it took that one guy to rise up and say, United States of America, <laughs> as opposed to uh, whatever his college was. And yeah. You know, so so it really it takes a strong personality just to come out and be like, yes, I like it's time, you know, to to band together, and I I see that happening with our team. There's a couple strong personalities that have really bought into this transformational leadership, and I think that's why it's going to be successful because of that buy-in from, um, you know, those very extroverted and um, not not assertive in a bad way, but assertive personalities that that everybody kind of rallies behind, and sure. you know, it's 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 important. Sure. And as we talked about this morning, the um, your past uh, mistakes, your past, um, your past cannot get in the way of your future. You've got to learn from it. 
but don't keep it from allowing you to succeed tomorrow because uh, everybody does stupid things and everybody makes mistakes and everybody, especially while you're learning, you're going to make mistakes and you might think you've done something that just killed it, but it's, uh, it does not reflect on tomorrow. Uh, you can come out, you can come out, you can be better than you were. Uh, it does take some time for healing, whether it's you or if it hurts someone else, it, there's definitely time for healing. Um, however, do, do not let it stop you. Do not let your yesterday's mistake stop you for tomorrow. Um, or you'll never get anywhere, um, other than depressed. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this on, on this show before, and I was interviewed on another podcast about depression and suicide, and it's just not a good place to go. If you let yourself get that down about something to where you're considering taking your life, uh, it's just not a good place to be. And you, and you can get there, you can get there by thinking wrong and thinking negatively and seeing that you're just not who you need to be. And you just get lower and lower and lower until it's too late. Um, some guys have told me quite the opposite. They were there, they were in that mode and they pulled out of it. They pulled out of it by thinking different and making and realizing that that, that mistake did not destroy their entire life and they can come out strong and they did, they have come out strong. So when we're talking about transformational leadership, we're talking about transformational lives. See, if I can transform my life and be better person at home and be better with my family, then my work gets better. My job gets better. Uh, and we've had some testimonials today about uh, someone said, my wife has noticed a difference in me. Uh, the four-day work week, um, his wife is a lot more lenient about him working over four days a week because she knows he's going to be home three days a week. Mm -hmm. Where before we were a five-day work week plus Saturday sometimes. It just depends. And now... They can they can volunteer for their third day off, and then we pay a bonus for them working it. But um, in, you know, in more mild times, remember we're in Dayton, Ohio, so we're not in California or Florida. And uh, in milder times, this four day work week really works well. Um, we just need a little bit more manpower during peak times, which we're working on, um, or we need someone to volunteer. So anyway, the transforming of a life changes the way we do business. And if everyone could transform a little bit at a time, um, there's just nothing a strong team can do. Yeah. You know, I was also kind of thinking, you know, you're talking a lot about like mistakes and not dwelling on those, um, but also successes, you know, if past success can also get in, way, in the way of your future success. I mean, if you if you're just you know, focused on, you know, an award you won five years ago, well, which one are you working on right now? You know, like, what do you, and so you yeah. can't get too caught up in past success, just like you can't get caught up in past failure. Yeah. Well, if you see a high school kid's room, it should have some trophies on the wall. If they're sports oriented or whatever they're into, it should have some trophies on the wall. But once you've gotten, once you've gotten older and you've got an office, um, it's time to take those trophies down. You shouldn't have those same trophies in your office. Yeah. Um, and then as you win trophies, we started winning uh, accolades of awards um, 
back in the 2003, 2004, 2005 era, won a lot of awards. And, uh, uh, you know, some of them were pretty cool. I mean, some of them were, you know, na at national levels. Um, I still like those, but they're not up here anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a little trophy shelf, two or three shelves, and we uh, we put we uh, put some of the most prestigious ones up there, mm -hmm. um, and also the ones that are the newest. Yeah, um, right. So we don't we rotate trophies. Um, so you can take your trophy down, you know. And uh, when I win a trophy, it's great, but my next focus is on the next trophy, not that one. Yeah, it's good to refresh your memory from time to time. You know, go back through yeah. old things. But uh, but yeah, yeah. The when you get stuck on, well, I was really good at this in 2015. It's like, right. well, you know, what have you been doing the last six years? You know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um, wrapping it up here, we you know we watched the uh, we watched a couple clips. Um, of the miracle movie, and uh, we, you know, we also um, we spoke a lot about um, some of the things that Michael Jordan has said about you know teamwork. Um, you know, individuals. He said something like individuals uh, win games, but teams win championships. And uh, the Tennessee coach. Um, you remember her name? No. <laughs> <laughs> we did this without notes. Not too good. Um, but anyway, um, we we talked a, a, what a lot of different people. Uh, Pat Bennett. No. No. Uh, we talked a lot about how different people worked as teamwork, and their teams became families, and um, and that and that's what we want to be more of. And I would challenge anyone who's watching or listening to this that you want your you want your team to become a very strong team, but more like a family versus just a team. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're a family, you stick through basically come hell or high water, you're still there. And you're going to stay there and you're going to stick. You got the stickability in a family. Uh, too many people leave teams too easily. I don't like it here anymore. I don't want to work over here anymore. Those types of things. But families, you're in for the long haul. You may not agree with everything, but you're in it for the long haul. And just think if your team today, your company team, if they could start acting like that kind of family, just think how better off you'd be and how more successful you would be. Agreed. So with that, we hope this helps. Um, think about that a little bit. Think about your uh, team, what kind of conditions it's in. Uh, what kind of what kind of condition your family's in? Uh, because when we t at McAfee in a company meeting, we're we're talking more just as much about your home life as we're talking about your work life. Because you show me someone who has a happy home life, I'll show you someone who has a happy work life, and just the opposite can can occur. So, with that, before we wrap it up, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. And you can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or on your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because these types of things help you grow your business and always sleep better at night. Now, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. 
That is no spaces or underscores. And be sure to watch us again next week because then I'm going to talk about that book, Greatness, and I'm going to dig into that a little bit more. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.